Guys, welcome to Bolt Bros. We're a podcast that obviously focuses on the Chargers and its opponents. My name's James. I'm one of the bros. And then my two other actual bros, Kyle and Andy, are here. We got a good show ahead of us here. So uh, once again, we're doing a lot. So please, if you guys have questions, uh, jump in the chat. Kind of let us know what you guys are thinking and what kind of questions you do have. But we got some good subject matter today to talk about. So once again, Bolt Bros, let's get it. Bolt Bros, let's go. Let's go. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Hyped up. Hyped up. We're all hyped up. Exactly. We're ready to rip. That's right. <laughs> Let's go. So today, you know, I I've had this on my mind because with us, with the Chargers fans, and I think with most sports teams fans, we kind of always look at the the puppy dogs and butterfly situation in the right. off season. All the things that you added to the team, all the additions and all the thoughts of, hey, man, new season, new attitude. We're going to get to the Super Bowl. But as Charger fans, I feel like we always are a little bit jaded in a sense. Sure, of, right. uh, yeah. yeah. You know, because we've gone through a lot as as oh, yeah. having great teams and we always have these great paper teams and then ends up that it doesn't work out. So today's. Maybe it's going to be a tough subject, but we're going to talk about concerns about the 2022 Chargers yep. today. So concerns. All right, we have so. some big. We we have some concerns. Hey, man, you know, because that's the truth. Like, uh, you know, what is the one thing the the cycle that we have every single year with the Chargers? You know, we yep. get all this hope, and then yep. you know, then that that get hope crushed. is we get crushed, <laughs> and then you know, yeah. we, we start building that hope again, and then here it comes again. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Bohica, baby. Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty bad as as a Charger fan in the multiple decades that we've been fans. Yeah, it's it's every year we think, yeah, this could be a really good year. This could be a really good year, and then something happens through the season. Yep, and it's just all our hopes and dreams get crushed once again. I, I what does Andy say when when you when you die or whatever that. Uh, you're gonna have Charger fans holding your casket. Just oh yeah. Oh no 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 no. no. Say so, yeah no. So yeah. Uh, so so hey, I, I want I want the uh, I want some Charger players to uh, gently rest me down to my resting place so they can let me down one last time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, man. It's like, you know what? I'll uh, take it. I'll take it. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, and 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 our hopes is is and and we come we're coming into this season that we hopefully right. don't get let down. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really the reality of it is there's only one team in the NFL that's going to win the Super Bowl. So Exactly, sure. right. Yeah. Yep. 31 or not. 31 are not going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's a very slim margin, and um, it's a long season, and we hope yeah. for the best. You and know, one and, thing- and uh, things have to happen to even get to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, look at the yeah. Bengals even last year. Like, quite frankly, I still think they were – one of the worst teams to make it to the Super Bowl last year it'll, against it'll, the Rams. Right? So the Rams time, got yeah. lucky. I think I think it should have been the Bills and Rams. I think that's what everyone wanted to see, or the Chargers potentially. So yeah, you know you got to get lucky sometimes. That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. One one thing I wanted to bring up, and I know I did. I just started jumping into this. I wanted to show off. Um, I ended up getting a copy of uh, Shock Therapy. Hopefully you guys can see that. So yeah, this is a magazine. It that a Charger fan does out in San Diego, which is cool to see, um, that he basically creates a whole magazine talking about all last season. 
and all these articles, so cool. photos, everything too. Even some of the off-season transactions and everything. Um, and then he even talks about kind of what their expectations are oh, for next. There's season, old Mount so. Zion right there. We got man. Oh, we got we got lights out. We got lights, lights out. out, baby. Lights out himself yeah, right there. Mount Zion right there. Got the got the lights out right there. Yes. Um, and guess what? I even got it signed by Sean Merriman too. Nice. Man, so you got to frame that dude. Pretty cool, man. It's pretty <laughs> cool. So, you know, hit up Shock Therapy. Um, they they're a little podcast too. They got a good Facebook page. I yeah. know they've been putting up a lot of little things about um, kind of like uh, breakout players and stuff like that too recently. So pretty cool, man. But shout out to uh, Shock Therapy for sure. And yeah. also since I had this signed by uh, Sean Merriman, I even wore my Sean Merriman jersey today from back in the day. So yeah, five six. There you go. No, so uh oh man you know shout out to sean merriman man we we uh man he was the man back in the days yeah, Ooh, he was. Hell, yeah. hell yeah he's still the man what are you talking about he's still the still man. the man still the man <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um uh, Kyle, did you have any did you i don't know if you had any other oh yeah, sort yeah. Of so uh there's a couple, yeah there's a couple announcements actually um First and foremost, uh, the end of this month, July 30th, uh, there's another uh, fan barbecue event um, slash baby shower. Uh, one of our uh, one of the, the Chargers fans owns Osito SDCA. Um, he's like uh, hosting and having a, a kind of baby shower for uh, his uh, you know actually his baby on the way. Uh, another player for the Charger family, you know. Um, and but it's gonna be a bit. It's really just more just a fans event um to kick off the beginning of training camp and basically the return of football uh very it's gonna, cool it's gonna be down in carlsbad basically starting at like 11 o'clock till whatever uh you know someone says get, you ain't got to go home but you got to get out of here you know uh, <laughs> yeah uh it's a lot to be really fun um and yeah it's a really good time obviously if you're in the southern california area come on through and have a good time you know there's gonna be plenty of food there's gonna be plenty of booze whatever you want to do whatever floats your boat you know we're all family so um but then another thing too is that uh this is this is kind of i i didn't realize that this happened uh, a while ago but uh one of the super fans like the, the fellow with the sombrero uh that you always see in yeah. the uh in the end zone like you know, uh, being one of the loudest dudes out there um he got nominated for the uh, uh fans um, hall of fame um, oh. and you know, he's going to be going to Canton, Ohio and be, be in, inducted for that. Uh, and the oh. first weekend of August, um, and he's part of like the bolt pride family. Um, and actually there's going to be a, uh, there's kind of a fundraiser for like you know, to get a bunch of people from the bolt pride family over to support him and stuff. And I already donated like a hundred dollars to, uh, to do that. Um, and if anyone else would like to do that just to get, you know, show support, show some love for one of our uh, biggest fans um, of the Chargers. Uh, you know, feel free to do that. Um, and you can reach out to uh, Johnny Bolt Pride at, uh, you know, 619, JBP underscore 619 on Instagram. Reach out to him and, uh, yeah, and you can, I'll put it, I'll drop a link in there uh, in the description so that way people can actually reach out to him and, and, and see if you want to support him and, and to get him out there and stuff and to help help out uh you know this one of the fans getting the hall of fame there that's awesome yeah. i like it man how cool like is that it. as a fan Heck Holy yeah smokes. dude i was like oh man and now now i think i have it we have another dream now guys if we get all three <laughs> of us in there 
Like, you know, oh, man, dude. That would be amazing. That would be so incredible. (laughs) Like, I didn't realize, honestly, that there was a Hall of Fame for fans. Uh, And so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Even if I just got the Chargers Hall of Fame, that'd be amazing to me. So, Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Chargers win a Super Bowl. And if you've been hanging on for decades, I think you should get thrown in the Hall of Fame. I think absolutely. (laughs) Anyone who's a Chargers fan should be thrown into the Hall of Fame at that point. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get that uh, bolt tramp stamp tattoo. We win the Super Bowl. I just gotta decide: do I want the do I want the bolt or do I want the one like you guys got? You know, with the shield and the whole the horse everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just figure that out. Which one do I want my tramp stamp tattoo? I don't know. I mean, this this was the logo from the '60s, you know. So yeah, exactly. It kind of gives you the uh, the whole vibe of uh, you know uh, being there. uh, The OG. OG. (laughs) Being an OG fan, you know, like yeah. (laughs) That'd be pretty yeah. good. That'd yeah. be pretty good. Well, well, I'll call you out on that when we win the Super Bowl, Andy. Mm. So uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll go straight to the tattoo shop right after. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make it all in blacklight. So blacklight ink. So you okay. know, oh, uh, oh, you, 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 you can only see it in the blacklight. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Don't don't be going to glow glow golf or anything like that. Dude. Right. But it's like, what the hell is that behind you there, bro? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, any other any other announcements at all, Kyle? Uh, no, that's all I got for today. Actually, you know what? The bigger another thing too is that uh, I want to throw out some love to the Charger Bolt family Facebook group. Uh, you should uh, you know, if you if you're not a member of that one yet, you should uh, definitely jump into that one. Um, it's a it's a really good community. Like they throw they have a giveaways a lot. You know, they actually gave me some stuff that I would actually like to use to give for to give away as well. Uh, you know, just haven't quite figured out exactly how we want to, uh, put it out there to the community. Like some of the things I got are like, uh, obviously some cups. Um, I got some, like, uh, some barbecue set aprons, uh, that are like chargers. Uh, you know, I got, I even got some signed pictures, uh, of, uh, Anthony Miller. One of like the, the classic guys played in the nineties cool. with Stan Humphreys, Natron cool. Means, Junior Seau. Very cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And like, so I got some swag that I can, uh, that we can give away and stuff. So. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Charger Bolt family. Um, yeah, like they're they're one of the best communities around. Like they they're part of Char- uh, Thunder Alley, um, and they're always at the events. Um, it's the literally the the guy that organizes this chat like group is the one that wears the bolt inside of the stadium, and of course, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and of course they're trying to uh, you know get the Chargers a mascot again, and yeah, that was um, it's one of the big things that they they got going on, you know. So like we we're trying to get a mascot back and stuff. So it's uh they're they're, yeah. they're really good. I, I, they're they're awesome people. So hey, you know what? I like let's, awesome. Let's bolt up and and group up, you know. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Hey, let's make a T-shirt out of that. Bolt up and group up, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let, well, let's it. let's so. jump into the episode. Uh. And unless you had more to talk about, that's Kyle. it. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That's just, just those three okay, things. Yeah, yeah we're, I'm good to go. Cool. Uh, family, trust, cool. respect. You know, those three things. Baby. That's right, dude. Yeah. FTR. I like it. I like FTR. it. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Um, let's go. <laughs> so, once again, biggest concerns of the 2022 season. I mean, like I said, I mean, we always kind of go into the offseason, and I think every fan base thinks, all right, this is going to be a great season for us. We're going to win because we got this guy and that guy and dot, 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 dot. Like, I don't know, as a jaded fan base and, and me as a fan, I mean, how many times have me and just my brothers talk about every season? Yeah, I think All it's going to be a great season. Yep. And then 
the wheels fall off somewhere or another, or, you know, we get a disappointing ending to a season or whatnot, like how it was last year. So, you know, I, I just feel like there's kind of a need to be able to not think everything's puppy dogs and butterflies all the time. Right. So, mm-hmm. so it's a um, realistic episode, realistic yes. yeah. episode. Yeah. Let's yep. talk about, the, let's get to the real, real here, you guys, yep. you know, let's, let's talk about the, the concerns let's that we get, have for this. Let's team. get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> yes. And we'd off, obviously, if you guys have any concerns that you would like to talk about, we'll talk about that. Put the questions in there or concerns that you might want to talk about. Um, but we did write some down here that we would like to chat about. And actually, I think that it's kind of interesting because the first position that we're going to talk about, I think, is kind of an interesting one. It might be a little bit of controversial, but talked about Brandon Staley first off. Yep. You know, I mean, Agreed. I mean, He's only in his second year as a head coach. I mean, first year, 98, missed playoffs. Um, I mean, we did it kind of in a terrible fashion, but it was a, one of the most exciting games. Andy and I were chatting about how we just both watched that Raiders-Chargers <laughs> game again. And uh, Yeah. You guys are just like, you know, gluttons for pain, aren't you, you know? Oh, I man, know. it's crazy. Well, <laughs> but, you know, but I, 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 fan, you have yeah. to be uh, willing to take pain because there's a lot of pain always, you know, with this team, um, <laughs> which sucks, but sucks to watch but it'll it'll be better once we win once we win we'll win the super bowl everything will be great you know you'll feel better about yourself um but the one thing that 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 why i want to put a concern on brandon staley is because first off he's only in his second year he he learned a lot in his first year he even talked about that like oh coming into the into the training camp this year i kind of know what i'm doing now like yep you kind of have a format now and I think it's just kind of one of those things that he's still learning on the job. I mean, he's never been a head coach at pretty much every level that I know of, know about. I mean, he's done a very good job about, you know, since he came in with the charges, he's changed the culture and I think done a great job. But there needs to be that ability to really see that cultural jump and that consistency as a product on the field. And we've seen it in games where it's like, hey, you're on one game and then off one game. Mm-hmm. And it, we need to find a way to do that. So yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to see what you guys had thoughts on that too. Like Andy, I'll start with you and kind of what your thoughts are and a concern with Brandon Staley this year. Yeah. I, I, it's not see. So my thought is this, um, it's not just Brandon Staley, right? So Brandon Staley, obviously was a linebackers coach in, in Chicago, the entire coaching staff was never really like even Joe Lombardi wasn't calling plays, right? He wasn't the offensive coordinator in at the saints. Sorry. So, you know, he had his own learning he had to do as well, too. And he doesn't understand his personnel 100%. You never really know how people are going to perform, how yeah. routes are going to be run. You can only hope they're going to go a certain way, right? The, the way the play is drawn up and you hope it is executed correctly. So it's not just Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley is one problem, but the rest of the team, the rest of the coaching staff is the other part of the problem, too, right? Yeah. And, you know, so it's it's not really just one person. It's the entire staff, right? This is why I go back to this season – you got two new coaching staffs in in our division, right? You got the, uh, you know, Raiders, and then you got the Broncos, two new head coaches. Yep. And yep. look, this is what happened last year. We had high hopes and it didn't work out for us. I still, I would still say that I don't think those two teams are really going to be that great. I still think it's going to boil down to the Chargers Chiefs, in my opinion. And that's really why it's the coaching another year together. They've already created a great culture. So that's kind of how I view it, right? It's it's you got you got to have a tribe to be successful, and I think they created a great culture. But I think there was also some gaps and some 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 missed opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's my take. Kyle, what, what do you think on that? 
And then, Aether, we'll get to your question here in a second. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long of a career or contract Staley signed. I'm assuming it's a four-year career uh, or career contract, uh, <laughs> at least, you know, to really get everything ahead. You know, like, and honestly, the first years are always a little rocky, like a little – there's a little bit of growing pains always. Um so I can't really fault him too much on that, just kind of getting. But now he actually has the team that he wanted. Um, yep. Like he, he there was obviously he was very limited the first year, um, and he was just hoping to get what he needed for the the defense this year. First year was offense, and clearly we we got it all now. We got it all now, baby. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, like, is he on the hot seat after this year if we don't make the playoffs? I I would say so. Yeah. 100%. I mean, if he... Well, it's L.A. too. It's, it's L.A. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's L.A. Yeah. You, get, you win or go home. That's it. You're that's done. Right. Yeah. If you're not yep. if you're not performing well, then you, you got to go, bro. It's like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just, this is not a, uh, a city that really takes kindly to failure. Exactly correct. At all. Yep. You know? 100%. Exactly. Um, and yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah. I mean, I don't know, though. But see, now Sean Payton coming, uh, you know, kind of make, throwing that out there. I mean... I don't know if I would want him necessarily. Yeah, sure. He was a Super Bowl winning uh, coach as well. Um, and he, so he knows how to get things done. Uh, but I don't I don't see him necessarily being what we need. It would be good for uh, Lombardi because they, they worked together already. Um, right. So our offense could be even more lights out. But then I don't know. Could could our offense even be more lights out? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're well, in the top the five, right? If, if you get yeah. top five, top five, sorry, you're good. That's about yeah. as good as you really need to get, yeah, yeah. right? Of course. Right. So, right. But yeah. So, and the thing, the, th- the thing ahead. about Sean Payton, though, yeah. you know, it, it's an interesting thing about him because, I mean, and once again, rumors are rumors. I mean, even to say like the other team they talked about was the Dolphins in that article too, and, and they Cowboys. just got a new head coach yeah. too. Right. And the Cowboys probably make the most sense. Yeah. Just because the the inconsistency of products and and obviously I don't correct. think that McCarthy is that good of a coach anyways. Um, he seems like his best days are behind him kind of thing. Right. Um, so I think that makes the most sense for the Chargers to be able to give up on Brandon Staley a year or two. I mean, it has to be an absolute disaster yeah. for yeah, him. Yeah. Right. Opinion. That's my thought. It would have to be like an implosion, right? We end up like third or maybe fourth in the in the AFC West and. You know, but but again, right? Again, going back to what we were discussing, right? He's a young coach, right? Yeah. He has not been. This is look. We don't know everything all at once, right? He's very smart. Yeah. He gets what he's doing, but again, it's different being a coach and then you're a head coach, right? It's a very different type of skill set, right? So, and again, every coach on our team is dealing with that and yeah. figuring out how to do things better, right? So. Um, no, it'd be very interesting, but yeah, I mean, I, I think there's pressure there, right? I mean, just like New York, right? You, you got to win in New York, right? right. You got to yeah. win, you know, they, they, they will eat you alive. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, but the, I hope he gets it done, right? Because I, I would hate, here's what I would hate. I would hate for us to let him go and he goes to the Raiders or the Broncos and yeah. then just becomes this amazing head coach and just absolutely dominates as a head coach for, right. Uh, 20 years, you know, yeah, that would break my heart. Right. Because it's, yeah. it's a lot like what we've done in the past. I mean, think of uh coup, our kicker, right. Yeah. Think of all the kickers we've had that we let go and they've had amazing careers after they left the Chargers. So right. yep. that would break my heart if that were to happen. Um, 
Here's the thing, though. He has all the talent. His staff has all the talent. They just got to put it together. But yeah. that's the story every year. They just got to put it together. Right. So, oh, it is. The same same happens with uh, Drew Brees. Remember, like I mean, it was exactly he he actually specifically told them it's like getting Rivers uh, that year was the worst mistake they ever made. You know, yeah. And like, and he yep. was he was gonna make them eat those that trade. You know, like obviously yep. they they developed a kind of a working friendship or whatever, like Brees and Rivers before uh, after a while, whatever. But I mean, Brees won a championship for New Orleans. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. So. And, you know, that really just kind of brings me to a point, too. Would we have actually beaten the Patriots in 2007 playoffs? Was it? Yeah, it was the 2006 season. But the playoffs, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. would we have actually gone on? I don't see. I don't know, though. I mean, that we'll was never know. We will we'll never know. You just never know. Right. Could have, would have, should have. Right. It's yeah, one of those things. Yeah. But at the same time, that was the start of Brady's dynasty. I, he was just unstoppable, you know, at that point. You know, he, he already yeah, sold his soul to the devil. So, yeah, he did. So, he was, so, so he did Bill Belichick, too. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, that's right. So, like, <laughs> ain't nothing going to stop that. So, yeah. So that's, you know, that's and the, the interesting thing about the Breeze River situation, though, there was such a fragmented situation there with management from Marty Schottenheimer and A.J. Smith yeah. and how they weren't basically on the same page. A.J. Smith was yep. very much a hard headed GM. Yep. It's my way or the they highway. Didn't talk. I don't care your thoughts, you know, yep. and then Marty had a different idea that he wanted to stick with Breeze. And, you know. They ended up drafting Rivers for whatever reason, and 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 I could understand. It's not like Breeze really started very well with us by any means, but I think Breeze wanted to win a Super Bowl with LT, and LT wanted the same here too. And so, you never know, man. I mean, you never know. I mean, if we did have Breeze, he would be a little bit more of in his fifth, sixth year, I believe, in, in the league at that time. Um, he would have been more ready for that position versus Rivers at that time. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But. We'll never know. We'll never know if yeah. that did happen. But, right. you know, the, yep. my hopes is is that, and it seems like with this offseason, Brandon Staley and Telesco are very much on the same page. It seems like they're yep. very much into the knowledge of what's going on. So there's going to be no static there. So, mm-hmm. But I think both of them, they have to be looked at if this is a big failure at that point. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, so. and again, they're investing a lot of capital, right? Uh, Spanos yep. is finally putting money out there. He's They're going to get big contracts, uh, you know, they're, they're they're throwing some cash around, right? And that that doesn't come yep. without a cost, right? That's going to hurt the owner's pocketbook. And uh, yeah, we got to win, right? You know, yep. we're sharing a stadium with a team that just won a Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. yeah. right? We are the redheaded stepchild, so we we need to prove that we are <laughs> we are we are contented to be with as well too. Right. So, right, yep. uh, Kyle, should we answer Aether's question? I know uh, he answered or he yep. threw it out there a little while ago. Yeah, so, so let's did. take let's we'll take a let's, let's take time for a question. And we'll then we'll move on. Actually, he's talking about the defense, anyways. So yeah, uh, you want want to go with that, Kyle? Sure, that's good. Uh, so let's go back. Uh, where is this question? See, I wish that we had the the system like guilty as charged in there. You know. Um, okay, so says ether's question is if our defense and offense is in top three and we are healthy can we become the seventh team to win 15 games or two teams only to win the super bowl plus 15 regular season games uh my answer was straight out the gate absolutely uh yeah Yeah. if if we if we can stay if we can stay healthy uh on both offensively and defensively we're 100 percent going to go all the way uh i mean that's just Agreed. yeah I, I mean 
let's just be bring it back to the sunshine and rainbows thing you know it's like i mean we have like <laughs> we have like such an all-star like uh, cast of a of a uh freaking team right now like like it's we're gonna be an unstoppable force you know like i mean a lot of teams going into this season are fearing us um but that that first four games are really going to determine if they are going to continue to fear us so yeah and and if, you know, if we're healthy then yeah even more so I mean, I would even I would even say this too, if we are even a top ten defense, mm. we can do that. Okay. And I'll tell you why. We were a top five offense last season. I think we'll easily be around the same, if not better, because I do think we're gonna have a running back two in Isaiah Spiller. Yep. That just makes it even easier for our defense to stop. So we don't even have to be that great. We just bend, don't break. Remember last season specifically, if you think about the statistic, I think we averaged 29 points a game offensively, mm -hmm. but we gave up 27 points a game yep. on the defensive side. Sheesh. So we just lower that number down just a little bit. Mm -hmm. We eliminate the close games yep. and we put people to sleep. Sorry, you're done. You're not even playing anymore. Right. And, you know, and, and with the depth that we have, um, you know, you could have like Khalil Mack take a series off here and there. Like Kyle Van Noy do some edge rushing for a while. Yeah. Let Joey yep. Bosa take a you know a series off here and there. Also, obviously, Austin Eckler is going to be taking series off. So yeah. with the depth that we have, it's it's going to help everybody across the board. So I think yep. that's absolutely hundred percent, one hundred percent. Well, I, I'm going to bring it back and reel you guys back into uh, concern. <laughs> okay, uh, world all right, here. yes. Yeah. Um, so we we talk and we compare about this team a lot as the 2006 Chargers. I mean, yeah. a very star-studded team from all dimensions of this team, and I remember being a season ticket holder during that time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. LT, yep. LT winning the MVP, just absolutely yep. dominant on the field. Yep. Really kind of held back uh, Phillip Rivers on his throwing game. Mm -hmm. They relied heavily on the running game. Defense was number one. Offense was number one. We were just killing teams. Yeah. And I remember it was interesting with that year. It just felt like it was just automatic that we're going to win every game. I and mean, we were 14-2 yep. and two that season. Yeah. And yep. – it was just awesome, awesome year. Guess what? We still won the number one seed. We had home field advantage, and the Patriots come in and they beat us. Yeah. Yep. And nothing's automatic by any means. Nothing yeah. is ever. Nothing's automatic. guaranteed nope. Nothing. either, especially not. You know. Nothing yeah. is guaranteed. Right. And at the same time, like, I don't know, man. You could have the best situation you possibly can, and you'll find there could be a, a mess up at some point because you just come in with this high swagger thinking that you could just steamroll through anybody. And guess what? You get crushed by a quarterback and greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. He'll, he'll, he's basically the guy that crushes dreams. And yep. um, I yeah, don't absolutely. know. The, going into, say, preseason or excuse me, in a postseason this year, I know we don't know what teams are in there, but you got to think Josh Allen's out there. You got to think, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Mahomes. You got to think. The, there are some elite quarterbacks in the AFC that could be those kind of guys and yeah. those those dream breakers. And my thing is, this team has guys that have won championships, but at the same side, we have haven't we have a lot of guys that have not been in the playoffs. True, correct. Too. So it's a first time experience for them, and it's totally different. And and I'll bring that up as an example of like playing in competitions. Like Andy and I, we play pickleball. I play in tournaments every now and then, and. It's different from playing just standard, just going to any court and playing with them versus going into a tournament. It's just, it's turned up basically at that point. The competition is that much better. So 
if you don't know how to turn it up at that level and to put it up a higher notch after playing 17 games, you'll probably end up losing. Exactly. And Brandon Staley's been to the playoffs as a coach, but at the same side, he's never, never done it as a head coach. You know, yep. Herbert has been to the playoffs. Same with so, our staff. Yep. Yeah. It, it's just, there's a lot of little things out there that you have to think. And those are the X factors of where you could fail. Mm-hmm. So even if you go in to me, the record means nothing. Right. Going into the playoffs. Right. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, it does. Yeah, you're right. Think of Sheila Manning. They won. Yeah. They, they won the wild card spot. They got yeah. hot when they needed to. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they won. They, they, so, won. And they, they beat the Patriots. Every single one. They beat yeah. the Patriots. Twice. Yep. And, yeah. and again, again, and and this is a great point, right? Patriots didn't beat us. Uh, this is Charginista. Yeah. Uh, Marlon McCree sounds familiar. Exactly correct, right? You know, <laughs> we beat ourselves. That is a huge issue, right? You can Part of the reason why it's nice to have depth is when you bring somebody in with depth, you're not going to create errors or right. beating yep. yourself up, missing coverage, right? I mean, we, we could talk about so many people that just got demoralized last year um, on our defensive side or anything in, the, in, in that side. So beating yourselves is immediately going to destroy the team and obviously morale. And you, you can't win games that way, right? Yeah. So you got to eliminate the errors, not be amazing at everything, mm-hmm. but be good enough at most things right, right? Yep. and and you'll usually win the games right so yep you know Be consistent place the smart. ultimate team sport yeah. right. ultimate yep. team sport it really is there's one other thing i want to talk about that with a that 2006 team is like uh, and uh i believe like one of the other podcasts was talking about this a lot too um and i i was chatting with him about it is that uh you know marty schottenheimer um you know he he was he's an amazing coach very winning yep. coach during the regular season amazing oh, horrible in the playoffs, like yep, yeah, yep. he he like could not win a game in the playoffs if it was handed to him, you know. Yep. I mean, I I love the guy to death, like, and he does bring a lot uh, of good like coaching to the team. Um, like, what, from what I saw, he was amazing, amazing at coaching, keeping the players in line or whatever. But something about the playoffs, he just changed changes his entire mentality. And I think I even remember like that there was a, a time that he was out there on the field at, in Qualcomm and he was like, you know, like they, they had planned for how they were going to play against the Patriots or whatever. And then he just wanted to change it up like last minute or whatever. And that was clearly the wrong move. So, yep. um, but yeah. And then obviously like, I think they fired him like soon after that year or like, and then that was, that was a terrible move too, though. You know, he could have, he could have st- kept it going. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was just one, one thing. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the dead or whatever, but, and I know he's going to, he's potentially on the ballot for getting into the hall of fame, which I think he should, I think he should get into the Absolutely. hall of fame. Yeah. I mean, he's a fantastic head coach, yeah, he right? Really he changed was. the game. He was, he was fantastic. Yeah. So yep. like, he was he, great. Tell it was like 15 years with the chiefs. Uh, and then like the Browns and the chargers, you know, come on. Yeah, like, you know, that's an yeah. accomplishment in itself. So, yep. And we also followed up with a question of just saying, like, if we actually do with the GM and the head coach get an extension and, you know, I, you never know. I mean, who knows? I mean, I would imagine that their jobs would be secure at this point yeah. um, for the time being. I mean, once again, NFL stands for not for long, yep. in my opinion. Yep. Yep. And, you know, your job is week to week, day to day, in my yeah. opinion. And 100%. so it's, it's if you start screwing based. up, you're out. You're it's out. performance based, 100%, oh, yeah. right? I mean, there's a lot of money on the line, right? Yeah. I mean, the owners are putting money on the line, but yeah, I, I, I would definitely say if uh, I, I would say this, if if they get to the AFC uh, West champion, or well, they win the championship at the AFC West, 
um, and make it to the AFC championship game. Oh, absolutely. Extensions yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, get to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. An extension oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, but again, right. Like, Look, I think a lot of things have to go wrong for us to be bad. If that that's yep. probably what I'm getting at, but again, yep. it can happen. That's what we're getting at, right? Mm-hmm. Is that unfortunately, you know, uh, good things also have to have happen for us to be successful as well too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's good. Absolutely. So, do we want to move on to our next topic? Yeah, let's do you it. You know, yeah. Or, I was or... actually going to stay Well, did you have something to say, Kyle? No, no, no. I was just going to say yeah, if you had some more comments, just let's go. Yeah. No, and I guess I was going to kind of jump ahead of where we were at on on our notes on this and everything. I was going to jump back sure. to the coaching and stay in the coaching side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to talk a little bit about the offensive play calling and specifically Joe Lombardi. Um, yeah. And how how we we talked a little bit about how, you know, he's a new coach as in being in the OC. You know, you'd hope that he would actually get things really rocking and rolling. And and the the thing is though. We're gonna have the same guys in the same system for two for a second year, basically. So you would think now at this point, everybody understands everything, understands what call, what what call, what plays are being called, how to run the plays, and execute better um, at year two. So you just hope that's gonna be the case. Now, the thing is, though, going into year one, and I'm gonna focus on what we know and and how the system went, is that I feel like games have started out flat with us a lot of the time. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I and well, just, and there was a lot of question marks about his play calling. A lot of people yeah. talked about his play calling being very kind of vanilla, a little yeah. bit as well too. Yep. Right. And and going back to and I, I'm doing this just because I saw this game recently. But I feel like there was some fourth down calls, and I think it was actually when we were at our 25 yard line or 30 yard line, and we went for it on fourth down, and the play before we ran it, Eckler up the gut, didn't get it. Yeah, and then we did yeah. that for the fourth down. And call, Darius Fylon stopped him twice. By the way, it was the same yeah. exact running play. Same, same running play. Same exact play. Like yeah. roll out Herbert so you could give him the option to throw the ball or run the yeah. ball, like yeah. or anything, anything different. Like yep. quick slants. I don't know something different. Those are things that just gives me shades of Anthony Lynn mm. sometimes. Where okay, it yep. was just conservative, like really odd calls. Why do the same thing when it didn't work that one time? Like, try something different. Give your chance of your mobile quarterback to even get that extra yard that you need or whatever it is to get the first down. Try something different. I don't know. It really frustrated me to watch that. So, I mean, albeit we still were a top five offense, great. I mean, we definitely, I think we were the fifth highest scoring team in the league. Yes. Great. But, there are certain times of calls it just didn't make sense, and I felt like our team sometimes just didn't start the game on fire. And you can't just expect that with every game, but right. it just we need to get moving faster, in my opinion. So sure. What, so what's your I'll, guys give you, I'll give you one thought. I'll give you one thought on that. Um, you you so and it goes back to my short that I did last week about the running game that. Again, we got Zion on the right side now. Well, you got to remember, we ran the ball on average three yards a carry on the right side last year. Yeah. Three yards. Three yeah. yards. <laughs> Hardly anything. On the right. Oh, excuse me. Le- left side. Left side. We got six yards per carry on average. Yep. So I promise you, he went back to the well thinking, okay, well, we got six yards. Let's go for it. Well, you don't run the stupid same play over again, yeah. right? Which is right. exactly what he did. And so that was a okay switch it up maybe do a toss do something different right but yep. don't do the exact same play nfl is not stupid these players 
are the best of the best. Yeah. You cannot be predictable. Who was the offensive coordinator that we had that was always so predictable? It was run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. That um, was basically Anthony Lynn, though. Well, I mean, Anthony Lynn was... for sure. But who was before Anthony? I'm just drawing a blank. Why am I drawing a blank uh, on his name? I think Mike was, McCoy. There's, there's... Oh, McCoy. Yes, McCoy was that way. Yeah, 100%. I was going yes. to say North Turner. Basically, we've North had a... Turner was that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, North Turner was <laughs> exactly that way. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've yes. Had a, we have had a long stretch where they were just so predictable. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, and you yep. cannot be predictable. It, look, yep. these are the best of the best. So, again, so go back and watch my short and agree or disagree with me on some of these because I started thinking about this a lot. And I think I really think there's a lot of two running back sets that we could run. If we really have Austin Eckler and we have Isaiah Spiller producing, oh, my God. Like, are you kidding me? Think about it for a second. I'll I'll go back to one of my thoughts on there. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Parham, and then you got um, uh, Jared Everett, and then you got Isaiah Spiller, and then you got Austin Eckler. You joking me? There are six studs out on the field. Who's going to get the ball? And there's so many – okay, there we go. Ken Wisenhunt. I like that. There we go. Ken Wisenhunt. Can wisdom help us yeah. Thank you, Felix. I appreciate that. Because, but but my point is, you have so many weapons. Be creative, right? Plus, you got a Justin Herbert who can RPO like a. That's all he did in Oregon, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's all he did in Oregon. So, yeah. there's so much more we can do. I I guess going back to your Joe Lombardi thought is, he needs to be a little more creative. Yeah. That needs to happen. So I'm hoping, again, I'm hoping they get a little more creative and start. Mixing in a lot more, you know, sweeps, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, more screens. There's yeah. a lot of little things we could do better. So, anyways, that's a yeah. pretty long-winded response there. But there um, anyway, well, I mean, coaches, sure. coaches is a big thing about it, you know. So like, exactly, we, right. have to, we have to get that all squared away, you know. So yeah. Well, and, and besides injuries, guys, what what are your concerns on our coaching staff? Maybe maybe put down who's your biggest. What's your biggest concern? Offense, defense, special teams. What's your biggest concern for us moving into this next year? In the comments below. And the one thing too about Joe Lombardi too is is is, you know, well I say every team when they start up with a with a game and the ball and they know they're gonna have the ball in the hand they usually have a set twenty twenty five plays that they're gonna run mm-hmm. and they say because oh, yeah. based upon the film yeah. they look at all pre scripted all pre scripted yeah it's pre scripted and for some reason we've had like three and outs a lot and not really trying to do anything to push the ball down the field and just feeling very slow. And trying to get that ball moving, get momentum behind our our offense, and so I, I ended up doing a little bit more digging and like maybe getting a breakdown of the the amount of touchdowns per quarter just to see what it looks like. And I always kept looking at it like first quarter being kind of the big issue, which yeah. was a big yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, so and I broke down each quarter just to kind of say like, all right, let's see where we got hot and it, think about the season and how the season went. Uh, because there was a lot of teams or times where we're in the fourth quarter and we're like, okay, let's just the Browns game and the yeah. Steelers game. Let's just throw the ball all over the place. Right. Uh, Raiders game. Right. And it was kind of like desperation time at that point. And yep. so I broke it down by quarter and, and just to be able to look at it, I thought first off the quarter, first quarter was going to be the worst for touchdowns. And I'm only basing this on touchdowns. I'm not right. basing it on field goals, just touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. So, First quarter, we only scored 10 touchdowns all season. Wow. 10. That's bad. Really? See, and you know what, you know what, James? That's 100% coaching. That's yeah. preparing the team yeah. and getting the players ready to see what they're going to see on the defensive side of the ball. Right. That's 100% right. coaching. 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not a good look in my opinion. Like, no. 
No, that doesn't seem like we're really, really starting out with the right 25 plays or whatnot. Like we really didn't do enough deep diving to know where their weaknesses are to where we could exploit them. I, I, it's almost like they were just poking at, poking at the bear, just seeing kind of where the weak point would be with no real like goal to it. Yeah. And then, Oh, well now we figured something out kind of later on. Do we, did we just adjust to some other 25 plays or whatnot? I mean, yep. I don't know. It it just really kind of was like a crazy stat to look at. And then I saw quarter two, we scored double that. So we did 20 touchdowns. So it kind of took like a quarter to figure it out. And then after halftime, it gets worse for us. It was only four touchdowns all season in the third quarter. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's not good. So like start of the seat, start of the game, we're basically 10 touchdowns. After the half, we only did four all season. Mm-hmm. So, guess what? The biggest quarter for us was fourth quarter. Right. 25 yep. touchdowns. <laughs> Why was that? Because yeah. we basically had two quarters that we really didn't score a lot on. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, you could maybe look at other teams and say, oh, well, it could even out to where you get five touchdowns from fourth quarter. That could be moved to the third. Or maybe it could look a little bit more even to where you don't see that as much as an issue. But... Once again, we kind of almost like took off two quarters and really kind of just try to figure it out again or try to get revamped up or get the offense rolling again. And I want more of a consistent product calling with him to where he's really getting this team in the right motion. I've There was a lot of times that I would even say, like, Herbert should have ran that ball in for a touchdown. And oh, yeah. I'll, I'll point to that when it was against the Chiefs game when he threw the ball to Mike Williams. Mike Williams got injured. Parham got injured in that same one. Two plays before that, he should have ran in for a touchdown. And yep. guess what? We didn't get a touchdown on that drive. True, and so true. I I see things like that that should be coached up a little bit more. So I don't know. You know, I'm going to give you one thought, um, and I, I don't want to get too off topic. And, Ethan, we're, we're going to come to your question here in a second, too. Yeah. So um, I, always, I always come back to the Steelers in a weird way, right? By the way, Kyle, you and I were at the Steelers game last year. That was absolutely amazing. So good. Literally heart attacks in Tucker. But here's the thing. Mike Tomlin's <laughs> never had a losing season. And I, I think about also Phil Rivers. And Phil Rivers was drafted with Sheila Manning and Ben Raplesberger, right? <laughs> but, yo, they both they both got Super Bowl rings. Yeah, they got, but here's right. the problem. They got that jewelry. They got the jewelry. But here's the, but here's the thing, though. What did those teams do that they did not do for Phil Rivers? They did not put a team around Phil Rivers. Yeah to make a cohesive team to win, yep. yeah. right? Yep. Now, arguably, we, we have done everything we need to do to make this team win. So when we start talking about hot seats of coaches and all these different people, I think very, very quickly we can start seeing things. Uh, there's some pressure. There's some pressure on us this year, right? I mean, I promise you, Brandon Staley went to Dean Spanos and said, hey, look, you want to win. You want to win. We need yep. better players. You need to go spend some money. Mm-hmm. Go get Khalil Mack. Go get J.C. Jackson. Yep. Right. So, the nice thing is though, we have all the talent around them. Now, that does say this though, the coaches have nowhere to go at this point. We got you everything you wanted, and you didn't perform. Yep. What's the problem? Right. What do we need to do now? And as as a manager, it's tough, right? It, yeah. it falls back on on the uh, on the leadership. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be really interesting to see. Look, this is a fascinating year. I, I think it'll be very interesting to see, and um, I know I've been talking quite a bit here, Kyle, but go, what are your thoughts on this, <laughs> wrapping this up here? Yeah, yeah, this was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, we... 
I think we kind of beat this one like with a dead horse, though. I mean, we're very, very <laughs> exactly. passionate about it, though. But yeah, I mean, just kind of to wrap it up straight up, like, yeah, like if it's not the players, because we know the players all have the potential on the field to make things happen. It's going to yes. yes. come down to the coaching. Um, yep. And, you know, like in the play calling has to be like much better. It has to be because the one thing that I was going to say is that with before uh, with Ken Wisenhunt, uh, you know, North Turner and Mike Colt McCoy, it was always run first. And even Anthony yeah. Leanne, yep. run first. Now we're like pass first uh, yeah. because yep. I mean, that's why we had 5000 yards passing and, you know, so many touchdowns with with Rivers or not Rivers with Herbert. Um, it, he was just—it was just a pass-happy offense, and and granted, that's why we had so many touchdowns in the fourth quarter because we were so far behind. The only way to get that ball uh, downfield fast enough, like, and to score points, is to pass it. I mean, that's yep. just the the and the but the what that really tells me too is that that just means that we're behind and we have yes. to catch up. Um, Correct. And that's and and then, yeah, we're getting panicky. Yeah, we're getting yes. panicky yep. and stuff, and you so we can't do that, you know, like. The fourth quarter should be when we're running the ball. Gets just getting yep. garbage yards, and we're just chewing up clock. You know, just taking yep. ten minutes off the clock each possession. Like you know, just that—that's—that's that's about it. You know, that would that's be amazing. Long drives. Well, that's yeah. a long drive. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least at least six minutes off the clock per. per yeah. possession. Agreed. Yeah. You know. Agreed. So. Agreed. That's that. Agreed. So, yeah. So that's that's what we, why we need we need Spiller to pick up uh, at where. Austin Eckler left off, or we need Roundtree even to, to step up, or uh, Joshua Kelly. I don't, I don't yeah. hate any of these running backs that we got, but we just need to give them the the opportunity to run that ball and to chew up that clock. So, yep, yep. Those are my thoughts. My, sure. my last fo- thoughts on that one. But, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, and the one thing too, and and you know, we, we are very much a pass first type team, and, yeah. and the thing is, though, there was. A lot of times that I didn't feel that Lombardi was really exploiting our our strengths yeah, and yeah. and taking advantage of it and and Herbert's one of our strengths and that's why we passed the ball and that's why he got over five thousand yards uh, last season because mm-hmm. he yep. was throwing the ball downfield. Now I do think that Lombardi was a little conservative on not trying to yes. push the ball downfield. I agree, and that's agree. kind of where it kind of hindered our progression sometimes on these drives. So yeah. I, I think See, that's something that'll come around. I, I hope. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big believer of punching somebody in the face. What was what's that old saying with Mike Tyson? Oh yeah, y- y- I, y'all got a game plan until you get punched in the face, right? And look, here's right. my point, right? Yeah, that happens. What what if they get a bomb on us? Q first quarter, first play. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah, it demoralizes. But yeah, exactly correct. Yeah. And and so and I don't want to I don't want to go too much into this, but but I think what you guys are all saying, at least what I'm thinking, is that Joe Lombardi was extremely predictable to some degree last yeah, year. Sure. I well, but I will go back to this though. I do think that we really limited the plays that we were running with Justin Herbert because he was so new as well, and it was a new um, offensive system. So maybe that should be a good lead into some of the questions we have here too. And then um, I have some more thoughts on that as well. So I'm going to read Aether's question, then we'll yeah. go to you, Charge, and you sure. say real quick. So yeah. And by the way, guys, if you have questions, put them in the put them in the um, comments. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, make sure to get to all of them before we close. So yeah. exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Again, yeah. so. I like this, you know, Aether, great comment. This is what I want from Herbert to be a young Brady. Take what the defense gives you and and have a great defense this year. Look, yep. I'm going to give you my thought on this specifically, and I talked a little bit about this on one of my other videos, one of my shorts I did too. 
Um, I think this year, I well, okay, I hope this year that they open up the full playbook. And what I'd like to see Justin Her- Justin Herbert is a very smart person, right? You guys all know that. Oh yeah. Yep. And he loves football. Easily, he yeah. loves football. All he does is study and think about football. Yep. What if they made him the general on the field, like like Phil Rivers was, like Peyton Manning was? All right, you got three play calls out of the same set. Or maybe here's a run play, here's a pass play, and then here's your option, right? Yep. And then let him choose what he wants to do at the line and make that play call at the line. So, Because I, I really do think coaches can get very predictable, sure. right? And I think that's what we saw. We saw Joe Lombardi get extremely predictable, but it's because he's just sitting there reading and just – throwing things out there but the guy on the field who can think and make split decisions that are right for that moment that's huge and that would be the big difference for me so i want to see that more audibles more uh letting herbert be the general on the field that would be my take and aether i do think that's what tom brady did yeah he was not that guy trying to go downfield now now where where tom brady and justin herbert are very different is that Justin Herbert is a way better arm than Tom Brady ever had. So Tom Brady had to dump the ball off more uh, for short yardage um, just because he didn't have the gun like Justin Herbert has. So yeah, I'm hoping he puts a little more touch on the ball this next year. But anyways, that's kind of my long-winded thought. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and we all want to see – we all, all want to see the next – Brady and how amazing would that be if it was mm-hmm. Justin Herbert? I mean, yeah. yeah, let's get to the Super Bowl so frequent that it just seems like it's automatic for us every single year. And we win a lot of them. I mean, how amazing would that be? And we'd love to see that. I mean, there's without a doubt, we'd love to see that. I mean, in my timeline of life, I'd like to see the Chargers win a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. How about that? I want let's that Sam tattoo. I know. I want yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna get one too, man. Hey, I'm gonna get. We're gonna get them together. We're gonna hold hands the whole time, you know. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna hold hands. We're gonna have like the the you know the, that whole bros thing right there, you know. So oh, we would love to see that. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, we'll see what happens. I do want to kind of bring up how. Um, and once again, I'm gonna go over a couple other questions here. Jared uh, Hendricks brought up that he was really mad always about the four down conversions. Yeah. Uh, and yep. missed missed conversions. That is. Yeah. The thing is, though, I think we were either one or two in the league in converting four we downs. Yep. Yeah. Say it was two, um, but we were like 66%, I believe it was, or 64% right. in the league, which is phenomenal. Like, right. that's a massive, massive stat. And it sucks when you don't get those four downs. I get it. And, I mean, he's a very analytic-based coach there, and that's why he makes those decisions. And, sure, you could go back to that Raider game trying to go for it on our 28-yard line or 30-yard line and not converting and giving them, them only 30 yards to get a touchdown, which only ended as a field goal. And I, for some reason, it felt right. like our defense did well when we didn't convert a fourth down for some reason. Right. Um, but wow, I think it was a pretty necessary thing for our strategy last season. And, well, we and, should... and, our, and our defense was garbage, right? We right. were dead last. We couldn't stop the run to save our lives. Hell, we right. were the speed bumps. Uh, 64%, 64% conversion rate on fourth down. That's right. Great. That's pretty good. That's and, pretty damn oppressive. And I'm seeing that that's, uh, that's fourth overall in the league yep. about how many, uh, yeah, uh, the Bengals chiefs and Ravens were ahead of us. Um, uh, you know, about, and they probably season. didn't do as many attempts as we did. No, uh, no, 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 no. We, we had a lot of attempts. We had a we lot had, of, attempts. we had 34 and apparently, yep. but we are still fourth in the league on that. That was the Panthers, huh. bears and lions. Who, the Lions did. Lions had forty-one attempts. Yeah, but 
they yeah. they were they were running for their lives at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, got to go for it. Got to go for it, yeah, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah, they were exactly. just trying to make anything happen, right? You know? But yep. I guess I guess in those attempts, uh, yeah. So like you know, let's say the Lions were fifty one percent of success rate, Bears were forty one, Panthers forty one, and then we were sixty four. So we were we definitely had like almost the most, uh, but we had the highest success rate for sure. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, but you know, and, and you, you know who that's on? That's Justin Herbert, right? Because oh, yeah. nine times out of ten, it was him yeah. throwing the ball. It yep. just goes to show like you how good beast. he is and how yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy's got a cannon, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he yeah, and he's at, what two fifty now. Yep. Swolbert, yeah. dude. Swolbert. <laughs> so yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That so shirt, that so shirt again, is coming out. That shirt is coming out. I got I got all those shirts working uh, that I'm working on it, and nice. uh, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get all that merch ready though. So. Oh, it's gonna be great. I like it. Yeah, I know Felix brought up two depth at the edge, or at least the right tackle position, and that's that's a concern for all of us. Agreed. I mean, that's we don't know what Trey Pipkin's going to be this year. You you hear all the good things that he's working out with uh, Slater, working with a the coach there too, really putting in some work. The guy right now is at a point of, hey, I need to make something happen, or I'm out of the NFL, basically. Yep, true. Pretty much. Point, so. Yep. Um, so. You would love that he would come in here with just a whole new attitude and make things happen. I mean, Storm Norton's a tough one to really want to be at that right tackle position, but maybe he's been putting in work. You know, um, Sawyer being drafted, Jamari Sawyer, like he could be another guy that actually could try to fill into that position. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. This is all going to be something that we're going to look at in in the camp, but I'm not super concerned about it, in my opinion. Like, I, I think we're going to we have the right guys there and then we have some free agents that we could possibly go after for some cheap signings for right tackle. That would be effective players too. So right. I think I think we're fine in that position. It's going to be definitely a battle and something to watch during the preseason. Sure. Sure. You so, know, and I, I think uh, that should actually we should probably segue into our next topic uh, talking about uh, Herbert, you know. Uh, yeah. our depth in the QB position now, you know, answering Aether's question about Herbert and stuff like that, you know? So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, look at our, look at like our depth that. of the quarterbacks. Um, we can we got obviously Justin Herbert stud. Absolutely. You know, like he's going to be a uh, super bowl MVP, uh, league MVP. <laughs> uh, he's going to be the, the pro bowl MVP again. So, uh yeah well he can't be he can't be a pro bowl mvp if he's in the super bowl i guess that's true he's not gonna play yeah. at that point yeah <laughs> very true yeah yeah um yeah so but okay so i guess the the, the question is we have uh da chase daniels uh, as his backup yep. you know uh that dude phones it in bro like yeah like every yeah. single time he's on the field he he's just like man whatever dude like yeah this is not his thing i think that there was a meme that just came out recently where it's like overall in his career he's going to be making this year um in total 41 million dollars and he oh had my gosh. he has he has less snaps than i have and, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, nah, he's, yeah. he's started a couple games oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just like <laughs> So he's definitely that. got more than all of us combined. Oh yeah, so. true. that's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, just I'm, the thing. I'm just making jokes, man. I'm just, I'm just clowning yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> just but, clowning, just, just jokes. Yeah. <laughs> With him though, I mean, we, we, we don't. I don't like talking about injuries, and and that's going to be one of those things that's going to be a concern regardless. I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. guaranteed on there. It's guaranteed for pretty much every player to get some dings here and and potential injuries and all that and such, but. I guess the concern to that was is that would Chase Daniels actually be a reliable guy if he's going to be the guy, or would it be Easton Stick? Like, 
you know, I think Chase Daniels is just kind of a secondary quarterback coach, in my opinion. And he's probably, if he decides yeah. to retire, he'll Agreed. probably end up getting hired by the Chargers as a quarterback coach, which personally I think might have not been a bad idea um, just to go that route. But is he really going to be that guy if something does happen? Mm. Um, and so who knows? I, I think if we and I, my hopes is, is that the Chargers go and just blow out a lot of teams and then he could give Chase Daniels some time on the field. You know, and he could be out doing his thing. So if he's warmed up and acclimated to the offense, um, he if if needed in an emergency situation, he'll be ready, kind of thing. So it, I don't like talking about injuries by any means because I feel I like it's always an issue with our team. But yeah, hey. it's 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 a curse, man. It, well, it, yeah. and, it, and unfortunately, guys, I mean, look, it's not a tickling contest out there, right? Yeah. For sure, right? So no matter what, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I would personally like to see what Easton Stick can do. Yeah, um, agreed. I think he's been sitting on the bench a long time, right? right. Clearly, uh, Chase didn't get it done when he had his shots. So let's see what Easton Stick could do. But who yeah. knows, right? I mean, it's one of those interesting things. Um, yeah. But, you know, going back to kind of, you know, Herbert, right? Um, again, I want to see him be the general on the field. I want right. to see him be the Peyton Manning, the, the Tom Brady. Look, he's a smart guy. What is he, a biology major? He, mm-hmm. you know, he yeah. wants to be a doctor. Yeah. I mean, the man is smart, right? Um, yep. And so, you know, like, like he could do it. He knows the playbook now and he, and he could say, all right, I, I'm an audible. Hey, let's run it here. Just run up the gut. This is going to be open, you know? Um, but I want to make one thought here too. And I really like your, your thought here, charging Easta about uh, Horvath getting those tough yards. Again, he's a yeah. converted linebacker, right? I think it's funny when they, when they drafted him, I was like, man, that's kind of a weird pick. But if you recall, if you've been watching the channel for a long time, the guy that I wanted the Chargers to pick as a running back was my boy from BYU. Yep. And he was a converted linebacker. Um, and he became a running back. And he he did not go down. He took yep. the first guy out. He would blow him up and then keep going. Yep. And so he would get those tough yards. So I do think that Horvath, that's really what he's going to be. And I do think he'll be our starting fullback uh, or bruiser back that we want to use. I think that's really the whole point of him is, is yeah. getting those tough yards. So I like that. Very good point. Yep. Yeah. And, and Tyler Algier, man, he was a stud. Algier. He's with the, he's with the Falcons too. Falcons, so yep. It'll he be interesting a good to career. see how he pans out. Mm-hmm. He could catch the ball in the backfield, which is crazy, yep. but yeah, yeah, I mean, he will be right. a very good running back. Very good running back. I promise you. Is he is he playing yep. is halfback for for the Falcons or is it you know is he listening oh yeah as a yeah, he's, oh, yeah yeah he's he's oh, running yeah. back oh yeah he's running back well yeah yep. yeah oh, I yeah. mean half or, or or full though I mean that's just the the question though because well the, I don't think the Falcons run many fullbacks okay. typically right well, so, yeah. well so, no so, teams really do I mean that's a, that's the, yeah. the, the that's the downside is that like yeah okay we, Horvath he's a fullback right now you know and like yep. the fullbacks are essentially going the way of the dodo like they don't really have much of a place in the league anymore that's and that's my yeah. biggest concern sure oh we could talk about horvath or gabe neighbors and stuff um and yep. which which is also the biggest problem is that like neighbors is a friend of justin herbert so you know sure yep. so he has a connection there and so that might give him favor over horvath um, yep. however i i, I kind of pose this question to uh, a different community it's like is it possible that uh we could see maybe a resurgence of fullbacks actually getting more of the carries in the future um because yeah. you know you see like you know derrick henry he can easily be considered a, a fullback you know how big he yeah. is it's a big dude yeah he's a big yeah. dude and he's just he's just like breaking tackles left and right you know like and if they 
start to find more fullbacks that have, to have that speed and like kind of the uh, the uh, juke and jive uh, abilities, like you know, like of cutting back and think left and right. You know, we might yep. see like you know more sets of actually just fullback plays just taking over. You know, like I mean, yep. it's it's nice to have a, a really fast running back, or whatever. But if he, if they're fast and they're heavy, dude. What? Yeah. Why not make our system more fullback kind of uh, plays as opposed to halfback plays? You know, like yep, right. well, it's the explosiveness piece there, Kyle. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, like Horvath is going to be slow. He's not as fast as Eckler or anything okay. like that. No. Having yeah. said that, you know, you're, you're what you're describing is the Ravens and the Steelers type of uh, run uh, sure. yep. run offense, right? Where right. you run to the edge or run up the middle and you start hitting people mm-hmm. and you just start wearing out the defense, right? That's the whole point of their offense, right? right. So. I think we're definitely set more of uh, more of a finesse, but I will say this, um, and I did bring this up on a, a couple of our other videos. We could see some eye formations, right, for those short yardage, you know, just give a real quick, uh, you know, run over to the uh, the the fullback, let Horvath go get those tough one or two yards, right, and so I, you could start seeing that a little more this year, right? I think they had they're pretty high on Horvath. I think he'll be he'll definitely be used. So, yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? I know we were talking about offensive coordinators. Yeah, we I know we, we talked about the right tackle. I mean, we can continue beating that up like a, a dead horse, yep. right? I mean, our yeah. concern we could talk about all the time. The offensive but, line, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look, I, I think bottom line, you know, uh, Chargers Weekly, they talked quite a bit about Andrew Luck, and they kind of went into that whole thing with Tom Telesco. And I and I remember thinking it's a really good point because Andrew Luck did retire in kind of a, a wonky way, and Telesco was involved with it, Luck coming there. You are protecting your crown jewels, and the Chargers' crown jewels is Justin Herbert, period. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, I didn't think we were going to get a guard, but we got the best guard in the draft. Yep. But we're also protecting the best guy. He's going to help with the run game. He's going to protect Justin Herbert. He's yep. just going to make that line even better because, again, we're going to need to be a line of scrimmage team. We got to win both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. So, um, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be nasty. I I really truly believe Zion, uh, Mount Zion, Mount Zion, right, Kyle? Yes, Mount, Zion. Zion. It's Mount Zion. Yeah, it's the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's he is yeah. just he's just gonna smack people, and our running game yeah. is gonna be much better. I promise you that we're not gonna have six yards on the left, and we'll have you know we'll probably be five and five. We'll be pretty even on both yeah, sides yep. of the ball. I believe so. Which is right. exciting to me. Yeah. Super, yep. Super and that's stoked. it. Protect your, protect your asset. And that's necessary. And I feel like we didn't really do that very well, even with rivers. So it's kind of exciting yep. that we're actually we never did. Yep. investing a lot in the first round for, for, um, you know, offensive line. I think charges weekly was even saying, you know, it wouldn't even surprise me if next year's draft, we do the same thing and invest in a right tackle or something like that. Yep. And, for next year, 2023 draft, all of a sudden we have a new, new right tackle. So we'll have Slater on the left, then some new right tackle. We have Zion there. We're still going to have a really solid line. Building that line is critical to protect that guy. Cause once again, yep. Justin Herbert could be that guy that's going to get a half a billion dollar contract like Mahomes. Like, Oh my gosh. If he, if he especially if he wins a super bowl this year, he's going to probably get half a million dollar contract. I guarantee. Easy. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, or yep. ha- I said half a million. Yeah, yeah you half said a half a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a yeah we'll take that no me. problem. It's funny when you said that, I'm like, what? Skate. They can't oh, be right. I'll throw some money down on that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, done. Dude, I'll pay him right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. son. No big deal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, shoot. That'd be good. 
Yeah. Well, I know I know some people in the chat were talking about the linebacker position too. Yes. Yep. Yeah, let's go. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Should probably talk about that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing about that one is and we don't have a whole heck of a lot of linebackers in my opinion. Like mm -hmm. and I'm speaking more of the middle linebacker position. Um yeah, yep. so thinking as in you got uh, Drew Tranquil, you got um Murray, um Troy Reader, Nick Neiman. Yep. Uh, um those are kind of the core four, in my opinion, that are going to be playing in that position. Yeah. Or at least where it's going to be at now. My concern is, and once again, I don't want to keep talking about injuries, but there are injury concerns there, you know. Yeah, and always. I, and I do think that we're going to be a lot more of a 5-1-5 kind of defense, which yeah. I was watching a little bit some of the past games just to kind of observe that. And we were essentially were running that a little bit too last year. So, and even watching some of the old Rams games, in 2020, when Staley was the defensive coordinator there, there was a lot of 5-1-5 on the field, too. So exactly. my thing, and Troy Reader is actually running around all the field making plays, too, mm -hmm. which was yeah. kind of crazy to watch and yeah. fun to watch. So that is a concern about just injuries. I don't want to get too thin in that position. Drew Tranquil's obviously had his injuries. Kenneth Murray's has his injuries. Still hasn't practiced with the team, so hopefully in training camp comes up, he'll be healthy. So that is a concern for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's just making sure we have the amount of players that we don't end up having some scrubs there, or maybe we're just going to end up pulling in some more quarterback cornerbacks or, or safeties up into the box and just act like they're a linebacker basically. Yeah. In my opinion. So I don't think they want to try to bring somebody who's outside of the system, to try to fit them into the system. Mm -hmm. um, so they're yeah. going to probably stay within. So what if they put JT Woods at the linebacker position? I mean, he's a tall guy, kind of like a Darius Leonard, sure. um, player in my opinion he could be that kind of tall linebacker that's just fast yeah and kind of a skinnier guy but speed speed helps at that position and i think mm -hmm. that's really what's going to be required of that that one linebacker if we do a 515 kind of thing so who knows who right. knows so, i i think but, um but but i do think though uh the whole the whole brandon saley's defense is really pressure the ball protect the the deep pass and Try to get the ball out of their hands um, in in a incorrect manner. Put some pressure on yep. the quarterback. Strip sacks, whatever. Throw the ball up errant wise and have some JT Woods or DJs going up and getting those balls. JC Jackson, so on and so forth. Right. I mean, the good news is the pass rush is going to really affect the ability for us to turn over the ball um, in the back end. So it'll be interesting. But the linebacker, you're right, is really kind of becoming to some degree, kind of an unimportant part of the game for uh, the Chargers, at least with Brandon Saley's defense, at, at least at first look at what he's going to be doing this year. 5-1-5, you need one linebacker. So uh, you'll probably see a lot of linebackers we have right now probably playing special teams, which would be pretty interesting to see as well, too. Sure. Yep. But that will help special teams, guys, right? Because oh, yeah. that's, that's the whole point is, you know, we've had problems. I mean, we were horrible in special teams last year, and – I think a lot of those guys will definitely be, you know, uh, utilized on the special team side of the ball for sure. Mm -hmm. Right. So, well, even to say Brandon Staley even brought up that uh, Derwin James is going to be the one making a lot of the calls for the defense. So he's yep. the quarterback and he's essentially a Mike linebacker now. Um, mm -hmm. So he's the guy that's out there making the calls for the defense. So it's almost like they're trying to simplify the, 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 the position for the linebacker. So they don't have to make the calls now. They just have to do their job. Mm -hmm. And, Maybe at some point that they were trying to put Drew Tranquil in that position or they were trying to fit in Kenneth, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Murray in that position. 
and it just wasn't working. So they're like, hey, Derwin, you're going to be the guy. You're the quarterback yep. for, for a defense. You're the Mike, essentially, even though you're not a, a yeah. linebacker. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think that's kind of what they're trying to do is simplify the defense for that position um, and then just make them do their job and they don't have to be the play callers at that point. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I, I, I know it's one of those things I'm going to be looking at a lot uh, with this team this year. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll say this though. I, I, in a lot of ways disagree that the, we, we don't have, we have a lack of depth in the linebacker position uh, yep. because, you know, I know Kyle Van Noy is, he wants to rush the edge, but I think we're going to use him at, in the middle a lot more than anything else. Sure. Because, because he's, I can a, see that. because he's an amazing pass coverage linebacker. Um, PFF ranks him at 84.7. Um, yep. Yeah. That's huge. It's really good. And like, and yeah, he's going to be able to like, you know, be there and protect or block against the, the other like tight ends or right, uh, running backs when they're coming into like the middle part, um, from the side, you know, and, but then not only him, but apparently drew tranquil is actually really good at pass coverage as well. Like, I mean, that's where he actually oh. shined. Um, and at the same side, I think actually Murray, is going to have a breakout year as well at linebacker position. Um, like he's going to, he's going to bounce back from yeah, Cause his first year was pretty dang good. He was good. He was really yeah, good. good in his first year. Yeah. But then again, that was a whole different system, of course, you know, so, uh, but Gus I, Bradley, Gus Bradley, you know, <laughs> yeah. And the, the truth is I absolutely hate the idea of a cornerback or a safety, uh, you know, lining up in the box and coming to dude, you're going to take a 200 pound soaking wet dude. Up against a three hundred pound butt and gut lineman, but dude, you may as well, well you may as well take a BB gun to to battle, bro. Like I mean, you're gonna see people get pancaked and just kind of like just flip, do a little backflip, you know, like uh, like well, yeah. I mean, Derwin's a pretty big dude. He's two fifteen, six two. He's yeah. probably a little bit bigger than that. I mean, the thing is though, yeah. like. Darius Leonard is pretty much that same size okay. and he's a linebacker for the Colts and he's an absolute stud in one rookie of the year. Okay, cool. I mean, that guy, that guy's one of my favorite linebackers. He's kind of a guy that doesn't really fit in that position, but for some reason he's awesome. He's like one of my favorite like linebackers in the league. Cause he's just a real fast guy. Very, very violent kind of runner. I mean, I guess he's a little bit, he's same height as uh, Derwin, but he's a little bit slightly bigger as in like, uh, weight wise, I think he's at 229, I think. Okay. So, yep. But he's a stud. And the thing is, though, speed, speed makes a difference, man. Cause yep. once again, butt and gut doesn't have a lot of speed either. That's true. Yeah, That's exactly true. correct. Yeah. You can't exactly get correct. around people. You can't kill. You, you got to remember catch. the ball still has to get moved down the field. Right. Yep. So, yep. you know, speed kills and that's a big part of it. So, um, I know Aether's question here, can the defense in the secondary be like the Patriots here when they won the Super Bowl because the New, New England defense was was so nasty? I 100% believe that, right? And again, Brandon Staley said something really interesting, you know, a while ago during the draft, you know, and people kept asking why he, he, he drafted so many defensive backs. Well, this is the first time there was what, uh, was it 13 wide receivers were drafted in the first round, sure. right? Yeah. This is a pass-heavy NFL right now, running backs are dropping in value Mm -hmm. heavily, right? They are not running the ball because they get injured a lot too. You have to remember that is happening a lot. You pay them a lot of money, they get injured. They don't pay off a lot of times. So again, so our secondary needs to be nasty. We need to be fast. We need to be quick. And here's the thing, going back to Derwin James, Derwin James in the box, his edge rushing is ridiculous because he's so fast. 
Because it doesn't matter. You just got to get to the quarterback. He's not going to try and break tackles in most cases because that's typically when they get hurt. When they get to him, he falls down. I mean, unless yeah. you're like a Mahomes or, or maybe like a an Allen, you know, because he's just a big yeah. dude. But Derwin James, he gets people on the ground quick. Oh, yeah. right? Every time we saw him edge rush. So, um, and I will say one thing, uh, and this will be my final thought on it, uh, that Derwin – will be in a, a, all the exotic packages. I guarantee he'll come down. He'll do man coverage against the tight ends. He'll, he'll, we, we play the Chiefs. I promise you he's going to man up Kelsey. Yep, 100%. Yep. He is going to yep. man up Kelsey, and he's going to shut him down, which I think is great. And he's a perfect person to cut, cut the tight end out. It is no longer an option. you got to go somewhere else with the ball, right? And that's a huge, that's a huge weapon. Huge weapon. Massive, massive. And I mean, even just to say, if we're going to go on and talk about the Chiefs and the matchups to matchups, so you start saying, okay, they don't even have the cheetah anymore. He's not no, on, he's, he's not the gone, downfield dude. threat anymore. Right. He's right. gone. So Kelsey's really the number one target at that point. Yeah. All right. Dirt went on Dirt went on Kelsey. Call it. That made a huge difference in the game, the second game against the Chiefs, how we lost because Derwin was out for that play. Mm-hmm. And basically that's how we ended up losing an OT. So the other targets they have is Nicole Hardman, who's pretty good. Marquise yep. uh, Valdez standing. Yep. And Juju He's Smith. Good, but, Juju Smith. And then Juju. So, all right, we got J.C. Jackson. We got Asante Samuel Jr. to work on those guys. We yep. got, you know, Michael, Michael Davis, too. I mean, we got... We got some guys that'll just shut those dudes down. I think Sky Moore will probably end up being that yep. cheetah guy for that team. So you got to, but he's a rookie. Once again, he's still trying he's to figure out the team and figure out how to play in the NFL and everything too. But they could really stop that team pretty easily. And so um, I, it's going to be interesting to see that one. And that's going to be great for week two. Week two, Thursday oh, night, once again, that's going to be awesome. You know what? We, we we should we should ask a question and and below. Are we going to start two and zero this season? Mm. Are we going to start two and zero this season? Oof. Yep. Beating right. beating the Raiders and beating the Chiefs. Are we going to start two and zero? Because to me, guys, look, I'll tell you right now, that's those are the two games, right? You know, it is just like you talked about, James. Again, we need to start strong, right? We started strong, um, but. Are we really going to start strong this year? Those are two big games, division yep. games. Straight up. Yep. and Right out the gate. Woo, right yep. out of the gate, man. I mean, that's huge. And yep. I get nervous about that thought, but, I mean, look, we could do it. We could do it. We just have to execute. And I think that's really that's, – that's what it boils down to, guys. It's execution, yep. right? Yep. Staying healthy, doing what we need to do, and, uh, and playing sound football, and I think we'll be fine. So yep. – um, maybe we should talk a little bit about special teams and then, yep. and then if you guys have more questions, answer or just throw them out there as well. We'll get to them. But yep. so special teams, we were pretty bad last year, right? I, I get a little worried about Hopkins. I get a little bit, you know, Scott, right. He's our punter, but I mean, he's looking pretty hot right now. So, um, you know, we got a new special teams coach. I think we're going to be pretty good this year. And, I, and again, I think special teams is interesting. You, you can win or lose games with special teams 100%. I do think we'll probably punt the ball more this year because I think we have a better punter and we have a good kicker, right? I really think long last year, um, I think our coaching staff lost a lot of belief in him. Um, and, you know, he, he has, there's a reason why he's not on the team now. So I think Scott will do better. Um, but again, we don't have to be perfect. We just need to be better than we were last year. If we were a top yeah. 15, 
Special teams, I would be ecstatic. Just middle yeah. of the pack, I'd be fine. That's, that's so fine. what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I oh, you want to go, Kyle? No, you, you go. You go. Um, you know, my thing, no Vizcaino. I'm good yep. with that, you know. <laughs> um, we That guy, that was – it's interesting that he's on the Pats now. Now it'll be interesting to see if all of a sudden he's just lighting it up with the Pats. That would be Which really would be crazy. crazy. That happens. Um, yep. I, um, I can almost guarantee that's going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the track record does. Hey, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a parlay bet for that right now. That Viscaino <laughs> is going to have an amazing year with the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, let's, call, let's, call, let's call up my bookie real quick. Let's yeah, put that parlay right. bet in real quick. We'll put a grand gonna, on it. What he's going to be like 20-0 and 0 as far as like, you know, <laughs> he's going to have 20, like, you know, successful field goals straight, you know. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the heck is yeah, going on. What is dude. going on here? Such a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy how that whole situation worked. But last year, I was just wa- I was watching some highlights of the amount of shanked field goals that the guy had, and yeah, I'm like, man, I could have done better than that. You know, yep. it's kind of wild to see. But you know, the concern is is that it's all adjusted and changed to a whole new coach. So once again, they're learning a new system. I mean, Dustin Dustin Hopkins is basically the only guy there that has been in the system or at least was in our last year's system. Now he has to learn a new system. I mean, his system is still just kick a field goal and, and make it happen kind of thing. But yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the packages in front of him, the blocking schemes in front of him. It's the kickoff, you know, returns punt teams for special teams that still need to be figured out and kick returns and such too. So, you know, with Deandre Carter, you know, he seems like a pretty solid guy and everything too. Um, yeah. All around, I think he could have some value on the wide receiver side of things. He had a pretty high percentage of winning um, red zone touchdowns, too. So that's good. Um, but I think with Andre Roberts and why he didn't come back is because he had that fumble against the Raiders. Um, against the Raiders, yep. Last season. And I think that's kind of what basically killed his job to be able to come back here. So Agreed. Agreed. My, my thing is is – I hope everything could kind of work with J.K. Scott being there and not shaking some kicks because I'm still a little unsure about him because he's kind of been bouncing around the league a little bit. Um, Dustin Hopkins, I think, has always been a pretty good one. I've used him in fantasy, and he's done well for me in fantasy. And he did pretty well for us last year. You know, the one thing is, too, the whole X factor of this thing, our kick game might be irrelevant if we just uh, bolt up and don't punt kind of thing. So <laughs> Bolt up, don't punt. That's right. Bolt up, don't punt. Yep. yep. You know? I mean, I mean, look, right. Like, uh, you know, all gas, no brakes, man. All gas, no brakes. I mean, look, like we want to stick a dagger in their heart, especially against the damn Raiders, man. I mean, I just want to stab them, (laughs) you know, guy liner, dude, just punch him right in the ground, you know, a lawn dart, put him down, dude, put him down. And, and, and look at the end of the day, also, I will say this, um, it's, it's really interesting because again, in the kicking game specifically, I always ask this question. Was it the kicker's problem or was it the holder's problem or was it the snapper's problem? You know, there are problems that can happen and it's not just the kicker. The ball could be askew, couldn't be down correctly. There's a lot of things that can happen in the kicking game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not just the kicker. Again, yes, he's the one kicking the ball and yes, he's ultimately the person that takes the blame, but it's not just the kicker. And and so a lot of things have to happen for that ball to get into the upright. So. I'm excited to see what Steichen can do this year. I think we'll be good. Again, middle of the pack is all I want us to be. Middle of the pack, that's fine. I'd love us to be more than that, but who knows? Yeah, I think, honestly, I mean, it goes back to our conversation on coaching. You know, like, I mean, it very well could be that uh, our special teams coach was just trash, and, you know, they they weren't 
coach in the, the kickers well enough, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, we got a new uh, Ryan Feiken. Uh, is that is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, he's our yeah, Feiken. Feiken, yeah. Feiken, so yeah. he's our he's our new guy. He came out of Minnesota. They didn't want to let him go, by the way, because he actually, nope. he nope. Fli- he flipped the script to the for the Viking special teams. Um, yep. And so like, and he's gonna flip the script on us too, you know. Like and and I, but then at the same time, like it's not the the punters or like the kickers so much, but it kind of is too, because you know. Uh, Ty Long took forever to actually get that ball off, you know. He did. Yeah, yeah he had like this yeah. long windup. Long like, I don't know what his deal like, was. Like, yeah, you know, people yeah. could get to him every single time, you know. Like, and, yep. and sure, it did draw a couple penalties here and there, but I mean, it was not favorable for us like a lot of times because of how many yep. you know like, weird punts they he had and like in short yards and stuff. I don't know, man. So yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, now we got J.K. Scott, who's like six seven, long legs. Yes, kicking kicking punts. I mean, big dude, big dude. You know, it's it's interesting to see a, a kicker that way because most of the time these kickers look like they're a buck eighty wet, if that. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Very true. So, yep. Um, tall guy. So I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes on pans out this year. And my hopes is that it'll it won't be a concern for us because history repeats itself and has had many times where our special teams just cannot find a way to figure it out. And, uh, honey or money badger. Um, you know, he, he was kind of a stability point there for a little while and then got shaky again. And then we had to figure it out again. And Dustin Hopkins comes in, kind of gets things worked out a little bit more for us, but the hopes is let's have consistency in that, in that, uh, one of the three parts of the team. So we don't have, an instability once again in this team on that level. Cause it, it costed us games and it's, it became a major frustration with this team for a yeah. long time and for the fans. So, yeah. And, and, and that also explains why we went for it so often on fourth down, right? Our best, our best weapon was Justin Herbert. Right. So, you know, it's a big piece of it. So, um, yep. uh, you know, one, one last thought, I know we're probably getting a little long in the tooth on this as well too, but yeah. any other questions I said, get them in there right now, but, I was looking this up. I wanted to find out when uh, the rookies had to report to camp. It looks like it is 25th. July 19th. Oh, really? July 19th, the rookies report. Oh, sweet. And okay. the 26th is when uh, everyone has to be in. Okay. So oh, beautiful. So that's what I'm seeing right now, at least. So it's nice that the rookies are going to come in and have a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, I think they obviously should uh, now that they're signed. Um, hey, Hey, they're they're catching up, right? You know, yeah. uh, with with the amount of depth we have on this team, um, it's going to be really interesting to see. So I'm, I'm excited to see what what type of news we get next week yeah. uh, on this. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what comes out of camp. You know, how how rookies performing, kind of so on and so forth. That'll be really interesting to see. Be so. really good, really good. Looking forward just to be able to see our players and their uniforms <laughs> yeah, around. Exactly. It. Yep. you know and full, football's full, getting close full oh. pads and everything yeah so yeah let's uh let's well i mean I, i'm gonna do this though how about let's throw out a uh who's gonna get cut first who's getting oh. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna that's gonna be a while that's gonna Maybe be a while so. for that i don't think that yeah absolutely soon right now gotcha. Um, gotcha. see i think i think a lot of trades and stuff are gonna happen with yeah. camp right what are okay. teams oh wow we really have a problem with our maybe two injuries on the defensive line okay yeah. Where can we go get somebody? Oh, let's go get uh, Tillery from the Chargers. We really like him. What do they want? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, yep. I think again, I think that's what's going to happen now. Depending on how teams are shaping up, that's when you start seeing things move around, right? So, yeah, I it'll be really interesting to see. Um, yep. Yeah, for sure. But it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. So, 
you know, kind of just the last little point here. I, I and, and I, I guess I'm still putting that concern. And we chatted about this already too. But last point, kind of like to to kind of wrap this thing up a little bit is, you know, the history of this team is my concern too. You know, yep. um, we chatted about it with the 2016. I mean, even if we got to 15 and two or whatever, um, you know, history history tells us a lot. And uh, we we've had dominant teams in the past, and then they end up losing. And so. Everything seemed in favor for us, and then we found a way to loss uh, to lose uh, at the most critical time. So there's a lot of hype around this team, which is a great positive yeah. thing. But at the same side, I'm not going to really look into it until we really get to that point of, hey, I think we really got a team here, and we start dominating in the playoffs. And exactly hey, right. heck, we we might be the Bengals this year, and we might be the Bengals that actually wins the Super Bowl. And and to be honest, the Bengals weren't too far off from winning the Super Bowl last year yep. too. True. True. So. I, I do think Joe Burrow's an absolute stud. I think they have a fantastic wide receiver core there and everything. But, you know, there was a failures that happened in the end that, you know, once again, we even did a video early on talking about that that Rams Super Bowl win was kind of a uh, um, there, there, there might be a little bit of uh, home cooking in some way or another yeah. talking with the NFL about oh, yeah. making that happen. But, hey, we're not conspiracy theorists at all by any means. We're just trying to say. That seemed a little obvious that for some reason that that Super Bowl was won in L.A. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. so either way, I, I'm just my concern is the history of this team, and hopefully we right. uh, get the bad juju out of here, mm -hmm. and uh, we could actually play up to becoming a very right. dominant team this decade. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's that's my hopes this year, and that's what I'm 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 sticking to, and. Hopefully everybody's getting saged or something. If you know about sage and oh, yeah. you know saging everybody, get, get, the, get rid of the bad spirits, spirits dude. Get yeah. rid of the bad yeah. spirits for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so, I mean, that there. I I just I really hope we don't, you know, do well. Like you're saying, like with the history of this team, we the Chargers are a laughing stock for the the rest of the NFL because of like because of the history of the team. We've we've been in the league for. 63 plus years or whatever and we've never won you know like we're yeah. we're one of like five different teams or i think there's maybe a couple more but they're expansion teams and so we're like we're one of those teams that have like the long one of the longest histories that have never been there and if we yep. can't make it happen again it's just going to be the same same old story of the 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 san diego chokers and now the los angeles chokers you know just like we're going to be yep in that same category as the Clippers, where it's like, we just can't make it happen for the big game, you know? Yep. Um, and then the truth is too, like in, uh, and, oh, this is a, a something I've actually wanted to talk about on a, my own little video one time too, is that the history of teams with two or cities with two teams in there, one team yeah. always suffers. The other one does much better. So yep. you look at the yep. Jets, Jets and Giants, uh, I mean, you can go into baseball, you go into hockey. The same is true all everywhere, you know. So one team does good, one team doesn't. We gotta we gotta break that cycle, you know. Like, and I think we have a huge chance this year. And so we do. Yeah, we do. So yeah, and it, it's Super Bowl or bust this year, guys. Right? I yeah. look. I'm excited, but I'm also nervous, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I do think that look, there's a lot riding on the line, and we've talked again to bring this full circle. Right. Talked about Brandon Staley. We talked about the coaching staff. There's a lot of pressure on them. There's a lot of pressure on the players. Um, I, I know you, you know, morale is high. You know, morale is high. Everything I've seen in camp, everyone is excited. Everyone's ready to win the championship. 
But guys, it boils down to one thing, execution. And that's yep. been our biggest Achilles heel is that we, for whatever reason, just like you said, Kyle and James, and I'll say the exact same thing. We got to execute, right? Mm-hmm. So I hope to God that happens, you know, bolt up guys. I mean, seriously, Hey, we're here with you. We're going to be in the trenches with you. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for the season, but I'm also nervous. So, uh, you know, realistic approach and view of our team at this point is we should be amazing, but we got to execute. Mm-hmm. Agreed. hundred percent. I mean, we're all, we're all ready for the season and we're excited about the season. This off season has been something we've never seen as a Chargers fan. And, uh, our expectations are high, but at the same side, I, we have we have our um, jaded side of us that's always going to say, hey, we've seen this before, right? And yeah. uh, we've seen the outcome of it. So our hopes is, is that we're going to just get in this offseason and make it happen. And, and let's get to that Super Bowl and win it. I, I just mm-hmm. cannot wait for that to happen in my timeline of life, hopefully. Um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. You know, guys, I just want to wrap it up and say, man, thanks for joining the stream. Thanks for all the questions and uh, chatting with us, too. Um, like, subscribe, share our videos, too. Uh, we love seeing all the uh, new guys jumping into our channel on our lives and comments and everything, too. So once again, guys, bolt up, bolt bros. We about to be out. We out. Let's roll. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>